The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Trail, truth, and more titties. That's all I'm about to bring y'all today because this has been a wild ass week. Boy, I tell you. Um, dudes broke on Twitter. The rapper Nipsey Hussle was shot, and unfortunately, is another brother that's a victim to senseless violence. He was known for his community development. And um, it's unfortunate that another brother has to be a victim to senseless violence. But niggas in real nigga fashion did not disappoint Black people and conspiracy theories, man, I don't know. I mean, of course, I've been blocked, unfriended, unliked, unfollowed. Because while I understand why black people are very, you know, apprehensive when it comes to social and political structures and powers sometimes I feel like niggas be going way too far and Nipsey was not the you know exception um he wasn't even he was barely declared deceased before niggas start you know, associating his projects with the reason he was murdered. So for you all who don't know, Nipsey Hussle was, you know, in the works of creating this documentary on Dr. Sebi. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. But... Because he was like doing this documentary on him, the first thing niggas started talking about was, oh my God, he was murdered because, you know, he was about to uncover the truth about the medical industry. And I was just, I'm still disappointed at the amount of educated, intelligent people who genuinely believe this. Now, again, I understand why, you know, black people aren't trusting in these structures of power. Like I said, education, political powers, the medicine field, because, you know, they have those, those structures have you know, use us as the original guinea pigs. Um, we've seen, you know, how science and, and, and 
medical professionals have treated black people. Like we, we've read the data that, you know, they don't believe us when we're in pain. They don't want to treat us. We are aware that, you know, the maternal rate for black women, you know, giving birth and having children, you know, the morality rate is black women die. That is the truth. It's true. All these, all these things are true. And I understand why the conspiracy theories when it comes to black people, how it, you know, catches a fire and it becomes a life of its own. But on the flip side, you know, I really want black people to be logical and think about what they're saying, you know, like, all the information that Nipsey was going to present is all public information. You know, there wasn't anything new that was going to be revealed, you know. And I understand, like, there's this, there's this need and urge to you know, want to highlight and want to present black people in the most positive light as possible. And I understand that there are a lot of black people who have contributed to the better of our society that have never gotten their proper credit. So... With all that being said, niggas, that nigga didn't cure no AIDS or HIV. There is no amount of watermelon, aloe vera, and nuts that will override your immune system if you have HIV and AIDS. And it's a dangerous conversation because there are too many niggas out here, you know, talking about AIDS and HIV like it's the common cold. Like, you know, it's the sniffles. Like, AIDS and HIV is very serious. It completely compromises your immune system. You know, if you get a cold or even the flu, you know, if you're a relatively healthy person, you know, you might be sick for like three days, maybe a week or so. But if you have a compromised immune system, that little sniffle, you know, that little cold that will be gone within three to five days or that flu that your body could fight within a week or so is prolonged for months in a compromised um, immune system. So, you know, I had a very close friend pass away from the AIDS virus and there's no amount of clean eating that could prevent that. Now, this is not to say holistic practices aren't vital or real because any doctor, okay, even the most, most, you know, horrible bedside manner doctor will tell you eat right, exercise, drink your water, stay away from salty foods, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, 
your mama told you eat your vegetables, drink your water, don't eat candy, don't eat too much sweets, don't eat a bunch of junk food. All your doctors all your life told you the same thing. So now, like, this old Uncle Ben nigga comes around and say, you know, eat your beans, drink your alkaline water, and, you know, you'll live forever. Meanwhile, he died of pneumonia. I just want black people to, like, look at the shit for what it is, you know, and... You know, Seabot is not that, that nigga that is like, you know, he's not, you know, Washington Carver. He's not George Washington Carver. You know, he's not like this scientist that created this, this holistic, you know, um, remedy that is like so groundbreaking that it's a secret to the world and that anyone that comes across it, you know, dies, you know, it's not like a Indiana Jones adventure or something like that, where, you know, the closer you get to it, the most likely you're going to die. Cause that's wild as fuck. And it's a wild as you gotta have like a really wild imagination to think that, not saying that a situation could not happen, but in this particular situation, I don't think it's applicable. And I want like people to get it together. And while we're talking about conspiracy theories, you know, there's another conspiracy uh, theory that black people, a lot of black people hold on to the whole um, Jewish people run America conspiracy. I know y'all heard it from some wild ass nigga on the corner screaming at you probably like a black Israelite talking about how, you know, like there's like 14 Jewish families in the country that runs everything and they're part of 1% and they run the government. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't know. Um, I don't even know how that is a conspiracy theory, you know, um, it's, it's, you know how you try to make something, like try to make sense of something that doesn't make sense and you like get stuck. It's like adding two plus two and getting like pineapples. Like you really don't know how to go forward or backward because you really can't piece up everything together. That's how I feel about that. You know, the whole, you know, Jewish people run America. Now, I guess I can understand, I guess, to a degree why so many black people would would think that, especially with the um, unapologetic, no questions ask support behind the state of Israel. Like, because you can't say anything about Israel. You know, even if it's unjust. And I'm not advocating for anyone to be, you know, um, prejudiced or anti-Semitic. But there are legit concerns, you know, like um, humanitarian issues when it comes to the state of Israel that are swept under the door and under the carpet because 
any any type of question that is raised just you know is just is just called out as you know uh being anti-semitic and that's not fair um because you know free palestine you know palestinians need equality as well but this is not episode about Palestinians even though that should be an episode because there's a lot to unpack there but I understand the way our political system is structured and how they are protective of the state of Israel why black people would run with that theory that conspiracy theory that Jewish people run the country even though it's wrong I understand how that connection is made, you know, because why should our nation, you know, blindly support a country that has pretty much colonized a whole nation of people without any questions asked or reasonings or, you know, just because they feel like they're promised people? Just because, you know, it's, it's pretty much how we see it everywhere else. You know, um, white people colonizing brown people, black people. And that's kind of like what goes on in Israel. You know, what started off as a Palestine state, you know, has turned into a state of Israel, literally. Like you can't even find Palestine on the map anymore. If you have old map, you could probably see it, but a new map, you can't not see it. And that is how groups of people are colonized and eventually wiped out of history. So I understand that conspiracy theory, but again, it's wrong. And like black people wrong with it, especially when you have people like Louis Farrakhan, you know, <laughs> going on his tangents. That nigga always going on the tangent. Calypso Louis. Yo, once <laughs> I heard that name, I have not been the same since Calypso Louis. Because you know he's Bayesian. Another conspiracy theory that niggas embark on is the whole uh, black feminist agenda. God, I hate that goddamn conspiracy so fucking much. So have you seen the ashy memes and cartoon strips, t-shirts, or just heard any little wild ass nigga talking? The conspiracy theory is black women were persuaded and tricked by white feminists to hate black men and further push their feminist agenda, which led to the incarceration of black men, which led to... um, Allegedly, black women kick it out 
spare men in the home to receive public assistance and to adopt the whole I don't need a man mantra and to become lesbians and blah, 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 blah. I hate this conspiracy theory because not only is it incorrect, it actually belittles all of the movements and the protests and the and the rights and visibility that black women have been working so hard for for the past hundreds of years. Basically since we since we've been here. And I believe that a lot of people and especially men don't really want to wreck the thing is okay pause full stop the thing is when we study black history we can name like 20 black leaders that the majority of them are men right and that's that's a privilege but when it comes to naming black women as leaders we a lot of people can't name 20 women off the back of their head like they just can't name 20 women and once you actually read a lot of black history and do research and just read articles and articles you know black women have been laying the groundwork the groundwork the organizing you know the protesting that wasn't just men and the majority of the time it was women but men get the credit for it so for someone who has surface level black history understanding and knowledge to them you know it would look like you know black Men have made all these contributions to our community, which a lot have. That's not taken away from them, but it erases the groundwork and the actual work of black women because they can't identify them. When people think of the civil rights movement, they think of Malcolm X, Dr. King, you know, they don't really see it. And when they think about women, they think about Rosa Sparks. I mean, that's my name. <laughs> they think about Rosa Parks, right? And think about Rosa Parks, you know, they don't, the conversation never, you know, um, when they think about the Black Panther Party, they think about Huey, you know, they don't really think about Asada, you know, uh, when it comes to Black feminist thought, you know, they automatically picture white women. They don't see Angela Davis as a black feminist for whatever reason, but that doesn't register initially. You know, you know, um, Sojourner Truth doesn't register, you know, naturally. Ida B. Wells doesn't register naturally because their work isn't studied enough and put on the forefront. 
as the same light as Malcolm X and Dr. King and Marcus Garvey and DuSable and, and, and Frederick Douglass. Their work isn't put on the forefront like that. You know, they're like the background characters to our history. And because of that, and because women are already marginalized, you know, I was reading something and it kind of got me upset. I'm actually going to link it if I can find it. I'm sure I have a bookmark, but it was an article I was reading about intersexual, um, intersectional feminism. And it basically alluded, I can't really quote it because I can't remember it word for word, but it basically said that the idea that you know, black women becoming feminists was um, through the influences of white women came from white men. Like white men put that out there. So it wasn't even like a, a thought from within our community. It was a thought outside of the community that black men grabs to. And it's been a conspiracy theory ever since. Now, at first I was like, when I read it, I was like, hmm. But then there was an article on psychology today. And it basically said intersectionality intersectionality hurts black men or something like that. Or it it forgets black men or it, it, it belittles black men or something along those lines. And so many black men shared it the author was a white guy right and never in my life of niggerdom have I ever agreed with a white person (laughs) on race relations as it pertains to me versus the opposite sex Like, I've never, I don't see myself agreeing with a white woman on her white-splaining black feminism and running down a checklist on how black men aren't adhering to black women. I just don't see myself doing that. I mean, I'm pretty sure some people will agree with that. And, you know, a conversation would be had on social media, but nigga, not me. Why would I do that? Like, why would you don't people need to stay in their lane? That'll be my first reply. Stay in your lane. You talk about your men. All right. And the, and the other 54 percent of, of white women that keep voting for Republicans and sexes in office. That's a conversation you need to have. So with this whole article. Uh, like niggas was sharing it, and then I saw Dr. Stacy Pants, <laughs> aka Stacy Patton. I'm pretty sure some of y'all know who she is. She's a um, she's a doctor, an educator. She's really popular with her no spanking research, which I absolutely 100% agree with. I don't believe in spanking children. I'm anti-spanking, but that's pretty much the only thing I agree with her on. <laughs> Everything else is like a shitstorm. But 
on this particular instance, I agree with her on her anti-spanking ideology. Um, however, she shared this article. The article was basically hella misogynistic and is not in a place for a white person to call out black people and it's absolutely not in a place for a white male to call out black feminism and the fact that so many people are against black feminism without even really understanding what it is where it came from who laid the groundwork and the the uh, um the amount and veritable um uh, variable thoughts within the black feminist theory ideologies is really problematic because, you know, black feminists aren't a monolith. Like every black feminist doesn't agree on a lot of things. You know, there are some black feminists or uh, womanists that are far, far, far on the right. And there are some that are far, far, far on the left and some that are really, really extreme and radical and others that are, are kind of in the middle. Like it, it, it's not, you know, a blanket term, you know, my feminism doesn't look the same as a lot of people's feminism, you know? So the idea that, um, that black feminism is 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 this agenda that hurts men is completely false and this conspiracy theory is usually um shared within like you know um onk right ideology i use onk right because apparently y'all niggas get real upset when you hear the word hotep. Don't use hotep. Hotep means peace. But yet, y'all know exactly who the fuck we talking about when we say, yo, that's a hotep nigga. <laughs> Whatever, y'all. But anyway, so the, the, the idea that white women convince black women how to think it's so disrespectful and false. You know, black women are trendsetters. We influence everybody. So the idea that we get our power and our inspiration from white women is so disrespectful. Like a lot of y'all niggas need to be fucking smacked. It's just so fucking disrespectful. Even back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, what I want, I wish somebody would pick a, pick a point within that 30 year time line and tell us what was white women doing that black women were mimicking and were heavily influenced on. Even Gloria Steinmetz, like she's supposed to be like the face of white feminism, even created a magazine, I believe it's called Ms. In the heart, in the heart of, you know, um, pop culture feminism. She even says she got her feminism from black women. Believe it's a white men and black men white women were the 
are the epitome of feminism and black women just strive for that same type of um, power. Now, what we do see, which isn't a conspiracy theory, what we do see, we do see niggas trying to mimic the shit that white men do because, you know, they're men and men have a tendency to all act the same. With all that being said, black people and conspiracy theories is a long history. I understand some of it. Some of it is just upright ridiculous. But for the most part, you know, I, I read somewhere that conspiracy theories have some sort of truth to it. And because there, that's that, there's that like little speckle of truth in it. That's why they continue for so long and they spread so wide and far. Um, and I can see that, you know, that, that makes sense. You know, some, a story doesn't have to be completely true as long as you can pinpoint that one little absolute truth. Everything else could be fluff. And that's pretty much how Fox News operates, right? <laughs> that's one speckle of truth. And then everything else is up for grabs. But I want people, when they hear information, I just want people to like really think about the information they're consuming. When people start, you know, going on their rants about conspiracy theories, especially when it involves black people. Again, I understand where the apprehension comes from, but I want us to really think logically going forward because I felt it was just so disrespectful for all these people to be, you know, laying out all these conspiracy theories over someone that died over senseless gun violence, because that's the truth, you know, and... I'm not going to even entertain people with a black on black crime because that's not, that's not it. The, the point is since this violence happens and you know, when you live that hood nigga life, you a hood nigga till you die. Literally. All right. And all this has showed me is that a lot of you niggas who act like y'all tough, y'all hood, y'all don't really know what that hood life shit is for real, for real, especially when it comes to gang life. Like, it's cute to call yourself a blood, a crip, a gangster, a stone, or whatever, whatever. But then you niggas get money. Then you niggas want to stay in the hood. I mean, Biggie told us, you get money, you got to bounce. You got to fucking bounce. Because staying in the hood with money, with niggas you grew up with, all that's, all is going to happen is you're going to have niggas that want to harm you. There's not one successful hood nigga. I'm talking about hood, thug, banging, you know, gang banging ass nigga that got money that stayed in the hood that did not try to, did, did not get touched. It just doesn't happen. Nigga see you eating. Nigga see you doing well for yourself. You know, even when you're trying to put money back into your community, there's always going to be a hating ass nigga. Hating ass nigga, hating ass crew, hating, hating motherfuckers. That's what they do. Ain't nothing changed. This shit's been going on forever. So there's no conspiracy theory behind Nipsey Hussle's death. 
I know it might be hard for people to like accept that, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. And, you know, gun violence is a serious issue and gang violence is a serious issue. And, you know, someone like myself who has, you know, have my life, I grew up in gang culture. So I know gang violence when I see it. And it's just unfortunate, you know. Um, there's a whole lot of issues that is surrounding Nipsey, but that's not worth getting into it today. But I just wanted to address, you know, black people and these conspiracy theories because it's so, when you lose someone that you love and to see the internet, you know, go into like this whole, you know, Colombo, Colombo and your death, you know, it's just sad and it's, I feel it's disrespectful and I feel, I like, I want to say it's unwarranted, but I get it, but I just wish niggas would be more considerate and careful with the shit they say when, you know, Black people with a platform die. Like, if I die, y'all niggas gonna give me a conspiracy theory. Like, are y'all gonna say, you know, don't do it. Unless you know there's, like, actual truth to it, don't do it. Don't assume the worst, you know. Niggas might just want to clap me because I was talking shit about them. I mean, niggas is fragile like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. But, you know, don't don't you know create something that's not real you know for the sake of romanticizing death because that's not okay that's not fair to the person it's not fair to their family it's just not okay so um next week is game of thrones week so i have a whole bunch of conspiracy well conspiracy See, even niggas got my head twisted. I got a whole bunch of uh, theories. I mean, some of them, are, I guess you could consider theories and conspiracy theories with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is fun. Last night, they had their um, uh, New York City premiere, world premiere, and uh, they look good. It's coming to an end. It's really here. So uh, next week, I'll just kind of go into like my theories, who I think is going to die, who I think is gonna live. Um, I've read a couple spoiler scripts. I don't know if they're official, so um, definitely gonna be a spoiler alert next week when I talk about it. So, with that being said, I hope y'all take my words for real, for real, and take it for what it is, and you know, just be more mindful of the shit you say. And also, if you a thug nigga, you a hood nigga. You know, you know what you're getting into when you do that shit. If you don't want to live that life no more, move away. Get out the hood. You can put money into the hood, but you ain't got to live there. Live somewhere else. Live in like fucking, live in the fucking woods by the lake, you know, or some other shit. You know what I mean? Don't live with the niggas you used to gang and bang with. You know what I'm saying? Because them niggas get jealous real quick. Y'all all saw Belly. I won. I'm Don DeLorente. I'm Dee Dee I'm Magnum Prime. 
and we're the host of the WrestleCast. You can catch us right here on the CSBN each and every Friday as we provide your pro wrestling commentary with color. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to do a real quick review of She-Ra and the Princess of Power on Netflix right now. So I totally sat and watched it with Shuri and like it is the cutest thing. Like, okay, I know I called, you know, uh, the Dragon Prince really cute, but I was a big She-Ra fan when I was a little girl and I was kind of concerned that, um, they wouldn't get the story right or like it wouldn't be really fleshed out but they did a really really good job with Shira, and it kind of had a storyline similar to um netflix karma san diego the art kind of looked almost the same so it was like really enjoyable and i loved it i think it was like super cute um cute cute (laughs) but it was just so enjoyable so season two will be coming soon so if you haven't seen season one definitely watch season one it was really so cool to see like the backstory of she-ra it kind of starts off um now hold on let me just back back backtrack a little bit he-man will not be in the she-ra and the princesses of power uh netflix series so if you're looking for he-man it ain't gonna happen or at least for now it's not gonna happen and i'm okay with that because you know i always thought shiro was powerful and more cooler than he-man anyway but it will be cool if they can put the worlds together if they can in the future but it has to be like in a future future not in the near future because i'm really enjoying shira so i mean all the cast is there glimmer you know a swift wind that was like my favorite horse yeah i remember i had the toy when i was a little girl for christmas and I enjoy watching She-Ra like develop as a character. So, you know, similar to Karma San Diego, she's part of, you know, um, she's a, she starts off as a villain. Well, at least on the team of the villains. And then like she comes into the truth and then she decides to dedicate her life to, you know, righting all the wrongs, fighting all the bad guys and eventually turning on her family and friends. Well, her, her initial family. And, you know, we get to see the dynamics between her and Katra. So it's really, really cool. So uh, before you watch season two of uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, you definitely should get into season one and watch it because it's so cute. And if you have little kids in the house, you can definitely watch it with them and enjoy it and for yourself too as an adult. So I'm totally on board with She-Ra and the Princess of Power on Netflix. So check it out. Let me know what you think of it.